So beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts this morning. Let's come together for a moment of prayer, remembering that God is, I am. There is only one life. That life is God's life. And that life is my life right now. And I celebrate this moment of life for my breath, being present, for the gift of this community, our ability to come together and create a world that works for everyone. As God is, and I am the place where God shows up, I allow more good into my life. I open to the flow of this greatness. God is infinite intelligence. And I allow that intelligence to guide, to direct, to move my being forward. And as I continuously breathe in God with every breath, I affirm that I am the place where good shows up. And today I celebrate with every fiber, cell, muscle of my being that I am here, alive, awake and aware to create more good in this world, to create a world that works for everyone. And I'm so grateful for this and for all of my gifts. Together we say, and so it is. How many were here last night for the big party celebration? And how fun was that? Yes. Well, it is my pleasure this morning to introduce to you Wayne Lee again. We're like double dipping this weekend. Wayne works with groups and organizations that want to be highly entertained and more productive. Over the last 20 years, he has presented for over 4,000 audiences, appeared on national television shows, radio programs, and has presented to clients such as IBM, General Motors, and Princess Cruise Lines, which, as I said before, I think it's Wayne's inner princess coming out. Through his motivational presentations and comedic hypnosis shows, Wayne entertains, educates, and shows his audiences how to wake up the power of their mind to perform like the champions they are. Today, we get to learn how to take back our power. Please help me in welcoming my friend, Wayne Lee. Thank you. Cool. So it's good to be back home. How many of you uh, were on stage yesterday? Cool. Yeah, I, I don't even have to ask, have, did you have fun? Because I know we experienced so much fun, right? Uh, what I asked in the earlier service is, what's the one word that describes the experience that you had? Like, if there was one word, what was it? A blast. Two words, but I'm going to take that. Yeah. No inhibitions. Uninhibited. Yeah. Dynamic. You're like the dynamic three right there, aren't you? So I believe uh, that for me, that comes down to freedom. I think that's been something I've been searching in terms of freedom. I think it's something that we're all called to in regards to how to be free. And we always have the opportunity to be free. We always have the opportunity to perform like the champion that we are. And I think that I've fallen into this path because... As much as I love to entertain and educate, it's about empowerment. 
It's about how do I empower myself the best that I can to send out the message so everybody else can empower themselves, because I always believe it's within. So the show is a really direct example, illustration of how we can let go of the stuff that's going on that stops us in our own mind to step into becoming a better performer. And I have to also tell you that what I'm about to share, I've never shared other than the earlier service. So there's a little bit of vulnerability there. My wife isn't here, so she can't keep me accountable. She was here in the earlier service. <laughs> she can't say, you didn't do this, 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 and this, and this. So we're gonna, I'm going to free flow it, but it'll be very similar to the earlier service. Uh, it also means in the show how people are free to create, free to perform. And so let me ask you a question. How do you create or consciously create the life you desire? You know, maybe it's, 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 it's the person that wakes up with absolute health and vitality and vibrancy, and they step into that, and they have more energy than they know what to do with. You can step in a room with them, and you're like, wow, I want something of what they got. Or maybe it's your finances. Maybe, you know, somebody has set that goal to be financially free, and before they're 30 or 40, they've hit that mark, and they can do all what they want in terms of taking the trips and doing their stuff, and they're serving all, all these people. Or maybe it's in your relationship. You've met that special somebody, and you've connected to the point where it just doesn't get any better. I mean, it is it, if you know what it is. So that all sounds great. But for a lot of us, that's not the case. A lot of us, uh, you know, maybe we're, we're continually battling with our weight. Maybe it's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to try this other diet. Oh, I'm going to get there sooner or later. Or maybe in your business, or maybe you're writing a book, or maybe you've got that something within you that, 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 that needs to come out, and you're, you're moving 10 steps forward, but you're going 20 steps back. You're always on that, that hamster wheel. Do you know what I mean? So today, and I've been there, because I'm going to share that with you here today, and it was one of the biggest shake-ups and wake-ups that happened. And it wasn't 10 years ago, it was actually last year it happened to me, and it actually happened through me. So... Last year, 2016, the beginning of the year, there was something that just wasn't working in, in, in our life. Uh, Nicole and I and the kids uh, thinking, you know, we should be way ahead of things financially. We should be at a certain level. And in the beginning of 2016, kind of with some diving into the business and what was happening, I uncovered that my assistant that was with me for seven years uh, was stealing. And, oh, don't feel sorry for me yet. And then it gets way better after. And, and, and you know, at first it, it was such a shock because I had, it was blindsided. I had never seen that coming. I mean, who would? You bring somebody into your life that you've trusted wholly, hardly. You've, you've got them and they are connecting with my family, the kids, and buying us Christmas gifts with my money. And I thought two things. First of all, I thought... Why me? Like, how could this happen to me? And I maybe wasn't projecting that outwardly. I mean, I can put on a pretty good game face and smile and show up for people. But internally, there was a lot of stuff happening through me at that time. Very stressed out. I mean, I had to dive into the financials. I had to uh, really clean up a big mess. And my wife had to help me do that. So in the morning, I would get up and I'd be like, I'm dizzy. 
physically, I was dizzy. I, 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 I was going through a lot of stuff. And uh, fortunately enough, my wife had, had taken up energy healing. So even though I can talk about all the programming and the hypnosis, we all have tools that we can welcome in. And one of those tools was what my wife was doing, energy healing. And she worked on me, and that definitely helped, and that definitely got me to a, to a state of feeling better. There was also two questions that I asked myself that really got me to shift. And if you're ever going through, and maybe you're, doing, maybe you're going through it right now, and maybe it's not your finances, maybe it's a relationship, or maybe it's your physical health, whatever it is, these two questions that I'll uh, share with you really help me out in overcoming, not just to deal with it, but to shift to another level, to the next level of vibration, if that makes sense. I mean, we say that here at the center in terms of the vibration because we know everything is vibrational and thoughts are a key part of that because they're vibrational in changing all the vibration. So here are the two questions. The first question is, when all of this was happening, was what can I learn from this? And the second part of that question is, and what can I do about this? What can I learn from this and what can I do about this? Now questions are very powerful because they open up the door in your mind and they will always get the answers in terms of the level of what that question was asked at. So I asked it with a good positive frame of mind, feeling good, and many things came to me. First of all, I learned that I was so hands off of the finances that I was oblivious and I could own up to that and I needed to change that. So I needed to change that. I looked at blatantly trusting somebody and it wasn't the fact that I was blatantly trusting somebody. I knew in my gut that I should have let that person go, but guess what? I was a people pleaser. I felt, oh, if I let that go, I have to take care of that person. In fact, I realized from asking that question, my pattern for the last 20 years has been about not making waves, not stepping on the eggshells. In fact, it was about making sure whoever's employed, I'm going to keep them happy, even if I'm going the other way. So that was a few things that I learned. What am I going to do about this? I'm going to be hands-on. I'm going to step up. I'm going to make sure that I start knowing exactly what's happening here. Because if it went any further, who knows what would have happened? I'm just glad that it happened at the time that it did to wake me up. We also realized that, well, there was a lot of things that I needed to do and learn to get to the next level, to know more about the business. So there was lots of things that came out of that, those two questions. But the biggest question is this, what am I grateful for because of this? Now that's a tough one. Because we're like, this happened to me. This, you know, blame game was going on. And in fact, I've come to terms and I know that in the moment it was tough. But asking that question, it opened up the door and it made me also realize and just remember that it wasn't about her. It was about me. Everything that happened, I attracted. The level of vibration and the value that I was owning was perfect. Because it was an exact match to what I was putting out. And it woke me up to the people-pleasing, like, oh yeah, I know I'm a people-pleaser, to, wow, emotionally I got it. And that was the shift. That was the shift. And so what was I grateful for? I was grateful for my family all around came to my support and they said, Wayne, what do you need? We, we can do the books for you. We can do this. My brother um, was amazing in all the things that he did. 
my wife, it brought us closer together because now we're working on this really cool course called Life is Magic. It's come full circle. Uh, plug right now that will be uh, out in 2018 and I got to tell you I was meant to do this this is my work not just to entertain educate but empowerment teaching people how to power themselves with with a story that you couldn't even write <laughs> you can't write this stuff so there were so many things I was grateful for and I'm also grateful for the fact that if this didn't happen I wouldn't be here today telling you about it for me getting out of my comfort zone and telling you something vulnerable to give you permission to be okay with that because you know what? Good and bad things happen to everyone. They do. It's a ride of life. It's a journey. I call it the magical journey. And it's magical. That's the magic call that you're called to. So the story gets much better. <laughs> so we had a big mess to clean up. I was grateful for lots of things. Uh, the whole year was just you know cleaning all this up. But picture this. Beginning of 2016, this happened. A week later, this is what happened. So let me just back up. Right after this happened, we needed to change the passwords. We needed to have somebody to come in to really um, do stuff with the computers, which I didn't know a lot about, but we needed to trust somebody at this point. Down the block, there was a fellow named Gord. He was a parent, uh, and his kid goes to school with uh, our guy, Ledger, and he's a great guy. He's six foot seven. He's a computer, uh, computer techie, <laughs> a nerd. And he is amazing. He did all this stuff for us just like that. He changed everything on the, um, on the computers. And he took my iPhone. He says, Wayne, um, you don't have find your iPhone on there. Can I put it on there? I said, do I need it? He says, yeah, if you ever lose it, you can use that and you can locate your iPhone. I said, sure, put it on. So he put it on. Fast forward after one week of everything coming to uh, fruition in terms of finding out about the fiasco, my daughter Ivy and I were at Taekwondo. We both have yellow belts. We are at uh, a place on the north side. If you know anything about north side, it's a little challenging. <laughs> I can say that because my wife's from the north side. So there's good, there's good things there. It's a community hall just off of 118th. And we're there doing Taekwondo. We have a great session. Uh, the instructor is somebody that I love dearly, uh, John and, and Paula. And we finish the session, we finish our class, and we go back out to get our coats because you can see the coats right from where we are. It's like a, a, a big open area and you can see through the, the window, all our, our jackets are there. And I had my iPhone. Yeah, oh, that's my kid's skeleton uh, cover had my iPhone as well as my wallet in my jacket. And so as I come back out, this is a week later after finding out that I've had lots of money stolen, seven figures. And so anyhow, uh, I get to the, the, to the uh, jacket and I reach in the pocket and I don't feel anything. I open up and there's nothing in there and I'm going, oh my goodness, why is this happening to me? Universe. And then I go to the car just to make sure that, that I did put it in my jacket. And sure enough, there's nothing there. My iPhone and my wallet aren't there. So I go back into the uh, community hall, and I said to Paula, I said, did you see anyone that came through here that looked maybe suspect? That, And she goes, "Not." ah, uh, yes. There was somebody that looked like he was a little uh, homeless maybe, and he had a maroon hoodie, and he had facial hair and dark skin, and he went through, and I'm going, oh my goodness. First thing, I call Nicole, and I said, you'll never believe what happened. She was a little freaked, because she thought maybe something happened to Ivy and I, and I said, somebody stole my wallet and my iPhone, and she says, Phew. 
you know, somebody just stole big time from you, you'll be able to handle this, Wayne. Because <laughs> she was worried about, you know, the more important things in life. And so I went into the office at the community hall and we brought up the computer because what did I think? Find your iPhone. So sure enough, as we brought up the computer, beep, 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 beep. There's the iPhone beeping on 118th somewhere. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, I got to go get it. I got to go get it. Somebody actually did uh, go around the block looking for it in their vehicle. And I stayed back with Ivy. We called the police. But the police weren't going to come for four hours. It wasn't an emergency for them. It was an emergency for me. So um, at this point, Ivy was a little distraught too. Because here's an eight-year or seven-year-old girl who just, you know, kind of heard mommy and daddy talking about what happened last week. And now this. And the police. So I said, I got to get you home. So as I brought her home, I called Gord. And I said, Gord. This is what happened. Here's my iPhone. He goes, Wayne, do you want to go get it? I'm like, yes. So I told my wife this, and before anything, the, the iPhone went off, and, and, and you couldn't see it anymore on the screen. I said, ah, oh, Gord, you know what? They shut it off. We'll never see it again. What kind of iPhone should I get? Should I get an iPhone 6? And I was already thinking ahead. And before I knew it, and I'm all ready to get a new iPhone the next day, it's popping up the screen again. Somebody turned on the iPhone. So I'm like, let's go get it, Gord. So my wife looked at me and I said, we're going to get our iPhone and my wallet. And she said, on 118th Ave, two guys going to drive and get that? I said, yes, I know Taekwondo and Gord is six foot seven. <laughs> so here we are getting in my Honda Pilot, going down 118th Ave, vigilante style. I think I still had my yellow belt on. <laughs> and as crazy as it sounds, um, I just felt like we're going we're gonna to find this. So the first place, and it, 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 it was beeping, and then it shut off, and we just said, well, maybe just somebody left it somewhere. So it was around this, this trash can. So we went dumpster diving. We went in there, <laughs> came out, and I'm sure people around us are like, oh, what? But then we're on 118th, so that's a natural thing on that area. <laughs> I'm ribbing you a little bit. Um, so as I come out of the, the dumpster, I'm like, it's not in there. But right across the street, a pawn shop. So I go into the pawn shop, nothing. And there's 52 pawn shops in that area. So we didn't, no, I'm kidding. There's a few pawn shops, but we just stopped. We just said, you know, what else? So we, we drove down to the pub, and the pub was like a couple blocks down. We walked in the pub, and everybody looked at us. We're like, we're not supposed to be here. But we were checking out to see if I could find my iPhone or my wallet. So we left, and we kind of gave up. We said, you know what? Let's just go home. So as we're going back down 118th, there is a 7-Eleven before we get off the strip there. And we're a block away from the 7-Eleven, and boop, 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 the iPhone goes on again. You see it on his iPhone in terms of the screen, and it was signaling that it was live and somebody had it. I said, Gore, that's maybe the 7-Eleven. He says, no, I don't think that's the area. So as we get closer, it's like we're right on top of it. I said, pull in, pull in, pull in. And as we pull into the 7-Eleven, and we're going right towards the 7-Eleven, it's just like all those windows at the back. You can see into the 7-Eleven, and there's this person standing up, something in his hand, a maroon hoodie and facial hair. I'm like vibrating. What do I do? And so I get closer. We park the vehicle. I said, Gord, we've got to look pretty cool. <laughs> We're on 118th. I go in. You never know what will happen and what he's got. Maybe he's got a gun. Maybe he's got a... But I know Taekwondo. So as I go in, I open up the door, and I said to Gord, want an energy drink? 
And I couldn't hold that posture much longer because I looked at the guy who was just like in anticipation. And there he had my wallet in his hand. And in fact, <laughs> here it is. So as he had that wallet in his hand, I came up to him and I grabbed it. And I said, give it back to me. That's mine. I remember those words like it was yesterday. Give it back to me. That's mine. And he looked at me like all stunned, but at the same time, you know, he's in protective mode. And he goes, oh, yeah, I just found it. I looked inside. Most everything was gone, but I got it back. And then I said, where's my iPhone? He goes, I don't know. And he showed me this cracked iPhone of his. But Gord, he's the smart computer geek, he had the tracker. And all he had to do was press a button, and it went beep, 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 beep. And it was under his girlfriend's seat. She was right next. So Gord took it out and said, here it is. I said, thank you, Gord. Give it back. It's mine. I put it down. And what happened after is really not big of a deal. He kind of went on his way, and we went on our way. And we told the police about that later, and they're like, you found it with Find Your iPhone? <laughs> Remarkable. But I do know this now looking back, that that was no accident in my life. That was a sign to happen. I mean, you cannot write that stuff. You can't script that stuff, but I did from what I was putting out. And for me, the lesson, the sign was this, taking back my power. Give it back. It's mine. All the tools, all the lessons, all this wonderful oneness and teachings of the center are what I'm all about. I will say this. They're tools to help you align to who you really are. Your authentic self, your magic. And unless you're owning that and you're taking it back and you're standing in your power, then everything else is just kind of good talk. So my question is, what's your wallet? What's the one thing you need to take back and stand in your power? And you don't need to find your iPhone either. You just have to declare. You have to make a decision. You have to reclaim your power, your energy. I like to call it your magic because there's something mysterious about life that we can doubt, we can believe, and it's kind of a, a, a back and forth. But when you can be in that magic more often than not, it becomes magical. So again, what is that one thing? Whether it's your health, take back that health. Whether it's your relationship, or maybe you're putting up with things that you shouldn't be, and you need to stand up and speak your voice. Or maybe it is your finances. I felt for years I'm going 10 steps forward and 20 steps back. My wife said, I thought I was going to marry a millionaire. I said, well, I made millions many times over. It just kind of went out the door. Think about that in terms of your value, your value. Now, since that time, and I'll get back to the word value because it's a powerful acronym that just came to me and I shared it with the first service and I want to share it with you because some people said it was profound. Before I do, the shift that happened wasn't just because of the three questions that I said in terms of those two, the, the two questions with the, with the one being a two-part question, which is, what did I learn and what can I do about this? And then, what am I grateful for? Those will de de definitely help you out to make that shift. But then it's about just staying in your vibration. It's about making sure that you own your power each and every day. And it's about being present, being fully present. And knowing everything that's happening, it's because of you. So you can tell yourself a different story. 
And since that time, I will say that so much has happened because I used to be a little bit more, how could you say, waffly on the phone when people would call me about bookings and pricing. I'd say, yeah, I'm this price, but I could do this. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm projecting and devaluing myself. And now when people call, I'm like, yeah, you want this? It's this. And now what's happened is I have people calling me from Europe, people calling me from the States that want me, and I'm turning them down just because I know my value. And I know what I'm, and I tell you this because of you, what's your value? Where do you feel like you're selling yourself short? Because I don't think you should be. I think we're all so, so valuable. And the other thing is that we had record months, not because I worked harder, but because everything that happened, oh my goodness, I stood in my value. And then all these things started to come to me with these record months of me doing my thing. It's brought Nicole and I closer together. Now we're working together in a very co-creative way. So what's yet to come? I know somebody said to me at the end of the uh, service of last service, I hope you better have a better year, Wayne. And that's what this is not about. This is not about feeling sorry for me. It's actually about standing and just being vulnerable and, and saying, hey, I own this. I created it and this is what is yet to come. And things are good. So here's my acronym for value. We're going to finish it up here. And then I'm going to do maybe one little magic trick. Because you all love magic, right? And I will say that every one of you should have a card. If you didn't, there's a, a magic card at the back there. And that card is just a postcard. When you flip it over, you go to my website, you uh, sign up for a free self-discovery and confidence program. It's a hypnosis program, so don't use it while you're driving. As well as the one thing that I've been doing for years is called the Magical Color Association. It's a way to program yourself to get more of what you want in life, to get to that next level, to vibrate a, a higher frequency. And that's also in there. But more than that, I'm going to keep you updated about what we're going to be launching here in 2018, which will be called the Life is Magic course. I get shivers just talking about it because it's come full circle for me. I've always been about magic. I've always been about realizing that this is what it is for me. And so now I want to share it with the world in a bigger way. With that being said, um, value. Do you want to hear the acronym? So here it is. Uh, vibrating at love uplifts everyone. See, I really believe, did you feel that shiver? <laughs> so I really believe that we're amazing givers. We are amazing givers. We will give more than ever, but we're not great receivers at times. And it's our own walls, our own blocks that keep us. That's what happened to me. It had nothing to do with my assistant. It had everything to do with standing in my value, realizing that was my pattern. And I'm so very grateful that it happened. And I can now say I'm grateful for her because I get to share the story. I get to change the story. I get to have lived it so now I can be it. And that's how we all learn is from our own experiences, those lessons. It's amazing. So who has never seen my show or me present or anything? This is the first time. First name? What is it? Yanni? Do you play cards at all? Give Yanni a big round of applause. We're going to get you up here. Don't worry, I'm not going to hypnotize you. Yet. So it is Yanni? Jan. 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 I'm Wayne. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pleasure to meet you. Okay, so here's the deal. We've never met. This is not set up in any way, shape, or form. I want you to do one thing. 
Uh, power of thoughts. I always like to wrap it up with the power of thoughts because I'm a true believer that, you know what? Uh, the, the visible stuff that we create here, everything starts as invisible. One spirit, one love, magic, whatever you want to call it. And the encoding, the light encoding, is a thought. It's always coding what happens in life. It's precise. It's mathematical. It's intelligent. I'm getting heavy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a very, very important question. Do you believe in magic? Yes. Oh, good. Mark before, who, did it, who I did it to before, he didn't. And I changed him. Yeah. I didn't. I just kind of did some magic, though. So, uh, yeah, think of a card in a deck of cards. One card. Yeah. Do you got it? Yeah. Wow, you got like a poker face. You didn't even flinch or anything. Uh, and you can't make it the joker, because I'm here already. That's why I'm not a comedian. So, and you've and you got to be really upfront with this, because I'm not a, I'm not a mind reader, but i got a deck. Um, is it a red card? Yeah. Yes, of course. Queen of Hearts? No. That's right. If he would have said yes, then I would have been like, yes. It's a very common card. It's mathematical. But this is what's going to blow your mind. And I'm not a mind reader. What card did you think of? You can tell us. The King of Hearts. Yes. Okay, so hold my mic. Because the one card that I thought, and I saw you out there, and I threw a thought at you, and you maybe received it without you even knowing at a subconscious level. That's where infinite intelligence is accessed. You said the king of hearts? Yeah. Because the card that I reversed in here is the card I was thinking. You could have said any card you wanted, right? Watch this. Now, now you could have said any card, right? Yeah. Take out the card that's reversed. Wow. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's really cool. Keep it up. Give him a big round of applause. So on that note, um, it has been my privilege and my honor to be back home. Uh, my wife and I have also made a commitment to take the kids and start coming more often. So hold me accountable to that. I'd love to see all of you more. And uh, my last question is, what do you need to take back? Not today, or not to tomorrow, but today, right in this present moment, because you start making the decision. And that power of decision will start to arrange forces to bring in that magnetic attraction because you did it, because that's how powerful you are. You just have to own it. So, namaste and blessings. Thank you. Thank you.